0: Hello everyone, welcome back to The Root of All Ashley. Um, if you are here and you are still listening, it is that is correct. The gas is still leaking. You really need to get that checked. Um, I have been away for quite a few weeks. I think maybe a month worth of shows now. But I am back. No need to worry where I was, where I have been, where I'm going to be. Don't worry about that. All right? I might be your closet right now. Am I? Don't look. Don't even turn. Okay. Well, once again, thank you for listening, as always. And I'd like to welcome back my co-host, Adriana. Adriana, say hi to the people.
1: Welcome, everyone. I mean, we're in a pack house of 10,000 people strong. Don't turn and look around. Just focus on us. Don't worry. It's a pack house tonight of 10,000 people strong to listen to this show live. And everyone is glad to have you back. Now, I turn off the applause, but... Just be aware, 10,000 people are watching us and enjoy us because they missed you. So it's good to be back. How are you doing these days?
0: All imagine me in my underwear.
1: You see I the silence. You, you, you definitely hear the silence.
0: Mm-hmm. They're very shocked.
1: <laughs> now, before we go any further, and this is your show, I mean, there is something amazing that's going on right now. And could you explain to the audience? How you sound right now?
0: Don't I sound amazing? So, if no one's noticed, I finally buckled down and bought a mic. Nothing too fancy or high-tech. I bought it, and the reason why is because it glows. It does LED lights and it changes color. So, uh, if I get distracted when Adrian's talking to me, it's because I'm in the zone of looking at that. And my LED little bun bun light, it's like a little squishy little bunny light. But um, from what I'm hearing and from Adriana's feedback, it sounds pretty well. It's a lot better than talking on my phone or my Bluetooth um, earbuds. So, you know, maybe I'll actually start listening to my own episodes now and not cringeworthy. Or consider this. We just do a complete rehash and just start from the beginning, start from scratch.
1: I think so. Why not? And they can listen. They can go back and hear the Genesis of the root of all Ashley from where it started from to where it is now how quickly it evolved and how amazing it is why not absolutely
0: yeah yeah for sure um, see and I'm still debating because I'm gonna have to ask you this. don't tag me on our podcast things right now because I have a few of my co-workers that have added me on Facebook and I didn't want the awkwardness of to like not accepting their friend request. and I'm not ready for them to hear my podcast <laughs> Because <laughs> you and I talk about a few weird things and I'm not sure if I'm ready. There's one, there's one she's become, or, or they have become a friend of mine. And it's like, I might let them know about this podcast, but everyone else I'm not so sure about.
1: Well, it's all right. I understand fully. I've never liked the sound of my voice. I've made it very, very clear since day one. But I feel that with you taking this little step, I feel when you're ready, people are gonna love your show. I mean, granted, they may look at you different, they may question your ethics, or maybe not hire you anymore, but they will still enjoy your show and everything you say in between.
0: They do that already.
1: Of course. Now, before we go even further, how has Ashley Majestic been? How have you been since the last time we spoke?
0: Ashley Majestic has been surviving. So of course, you know, what we've probably discussed like a while back, if anyone remembers, I have very low lows and high highs, uh, depression is a very big thing of mine. And with us being in the middle of March uh, last month, there was the three year anniversary of my dad being gone. While I'm not very vocal and animated about, you know, that anniversary or talking about my dad, it just, even if I'm not intentionally grieving, my mind just kind of switches off I don't really like to do much I don't like to talk if it's anything out of my normal schedule I don't like to do it and it's nothing intentional it's just my mind is just like no we're not doing this so even today I didn't want to do this and nothing like against our podcast and, and my best buddy Adriana here it's just my mind is just like do you really want to do that or do you want to lay in your comfy bed and just watch TikToks until it's time to go to sleep which that does sound very tempting well, I'm like, you know what, nope, I need to bite the bullet. I need to get back in here because I made a commitment that I'm going to get back into podcasting. So Ashley Majestic has been surviving. Um, just work, life, home life has been kind of very stressful. Um, not with my marriage, but other things. they're not, you know, things are good. Um, and how's been uh, the Adriana
1: I've been doing extremely well, not to, you know, not to toot my own horn or anything. No, uh, life has been very well. Um, I can complain about a lot of things, but the fact that I wake up every single morning, I go to my job that I love, I come home to my little one that I love, and I just enjoy my own company makes life better day by day. I've been reflecting a whole lot on life and past woes and past troubles and past traumas a little bit and i've been harping on them the past couple of days not to go into a long rant because it's not my show it's just i see how those past traumas have affected me now since i'm in a different headspace than i was say six months ago and it's interesting because the trauma's there the pain is there but it's not as bad as it was when it first happened you know you fall into that old cliche that time heals all wounds and my wounds are still there and they're still fresh but they're minimal so I can look back at certain things and kind of just shrug my shoulders and kind of give it a huh well that hurt but not as bad as it did before and I kinda of, you know gives me a little more strength as each day goes on so I understand where you're coming from as far as you know dealing with loss dealing with depression because it's a real thing um, I've been through it you're going through it it's never easy but I have faith you know that that each day goes on, you know, you'll get more and more stronger. And like I said before, you're taking that step to continue to better yourself by, you know, going full bore into this podcasting adventure. And it makes me like a, like a proud parent, you know, to see you with this new thing that you're doing right now, just to further the show a little bit. That kind of makes me really happy. It makes me very proud.
0: Thank you. I uh, appreciate that. I'm very awkward. I don't know how to take compliments or praise, but, you know, thank you. (laughs) Um, So while that is very meaningful, and I do appreciate that, uh, because I have very short attention span, while you and I, ever since, even before, oh, I guess right when we started this, I, being on my laptop, have been on Google looking up some very weird things to... Because you and I are going to talk about a topic we are going to get there here in a minute. But let's, I want to do like a little segment. I don't know if it's going to be a recurring thing or not, but Florida Man.
1: <laughs> Bring it on.
0: Let's see, where, where did it go? Okay, Florida Man, perhaps unfamiliar with cold weather, sets house on fire to keep warm.
1: This is why I stay home. This is why I have a general disdain for people, because they do the most insane, you know, I can't say the R word, because it's not in fashion anymore like it was in a previous generation. I'm just saying that people are really special nowadays, so I tend to stay away, and stuff like this does not surprise me. Yeah,
0: it's, it's, um... Oh my, oh my goodness. Oh, no, no. We don't want that one. No. Okay. Um, Florida man arrested after stealing alligator from golf course and beating it to teach it a lesson.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, normal, you do the point counterpoint. And when I hear stuff like this, all I can say is, I'm not surprised. One of the main reasons why I keep my show on a positive level because if I harp on stuff like this, I will rant and I will take over your show. And that's not fair to you. So I'm gonna say that person is a real idiot and I'm surprised he's still alive and an alligator has not eaten him by now.
0: See, I'm fine with you going on a tangent. That's what this is all about. It's, not, it's It could be, it is my show. In a sense but i share it with you and on um, before where it's been your shows and stuff i go on my tangents i go on my events and i do most of the talking this is just a very like you know you say say it with your chest kind of podcast so you know it doesn't matter if you're talking more in one episode than me you know it, i mean we can really shock people by you doing most of the talking so never feel free to hold uh never feel like you need to
1: hold back oh, and i appreciate that but i will always hearken back and as I look at the title of the show, The Root of All Ashley, now, it's not the Walker AC experience, so I dare not monopolize the conversation because I want to hear you. And the people want to hear you. And they want to hear your feedback and everything of the sort. Because everything you talk about... do Absolutely. The things you talk about come out of left field. And to pull back the curtain a little bit, each show we do, we always hang out beforehand and talk about... Things we're gonna talk about. We have subject matter that we're gonna to touch upon, but we never do. Because you take it into a different <laughs> a different street, a different back alley, and we talk about that, and that just stretches out the show because it's such an interesting conversation that we have about the silliest things, whether it be balloon fetishes or OnlyFans or whole life or everything in between. It's different. You know, and so that's why I like stuff like that. And it actually teaches me to talk more about things, versus what I normally talk about on my old shows.
0: I mean, you're right about that. Um, It's very wild and it gets very crazy, which means so far out of left field, where it's like, do I need, do I want to add? Like, I mean, I tell a lot of good friends of mine about this podcast and I ask them, listen, do they, I don't know, but when it comes to coworkers, like there's a few of them that kind of understand my sense of humor and there's others that it's like, they're not there yet so it's just like like I, i'm like still playing in that field i'm like testing the waters with a few other people and they're getting they're getting used to ashley the ashley you had worked for in the past maybe not as much anger but you know it's the same weird ashley that just throws random jokes and they just don't know how to take it and they serve us not laughing because they don't know what else to do
1: oh that special uncomfortable laughter Oh, I experienced that a lot. It's no problem. Once they get the full Ashley experience, then gonna be a whole lot better. Now, let me ask you, what are your biggest fears in doing a show like this? What are you most concerned about?
0: For me, I'm very comfortable. It's more of like in the professional setting because you don't know how far things can go, especially when you want to move up in a company. Do you know how much do people talk about? Because you have to understand from a professional standpoint, things that you and I have talked about from... Our recent episode that wasn't, um, that was talking about a very touchy subject and going back to like OnlyFans, things like that. It's sometimes that can reflect badly in a professional workplace, and I work in financial institutions. So there is no shame on my end. Like I am a lot of proud of who I am, but I have to take into account for the professional sides. Like, is this going to come back to haunt me, kind of thing?
1: I really don't believe so and I'll tell you why. We are doing just a podcast. And I've said that word so many times ad nauseum. We do a show that's broadcast everywhere. And I'll have to show you a map one day of all the different countries that people actually listen to us. I thought that was a goof. But yes, people listen to us in other countries. And we are just, we're just a speck in the world of podcasting. So we can say whatever we want to as long as you know we don't bury our company where we work or anything of the sort or make it too personal so when i do crack jokes and when i do make reference to things i make sure i keep it very vague because obviously if our business or if our companies listen to us we're not saying anything that's detrimental to our careers or anything of the sort we're just to show that we have no boundaries we have zero censorship and we can talk about whatever because it's not a reflection on us. It's not a reflection on who we work for, or anything of the sort. This is just a stream of consciousness we can do for however as long as we want to, with zero consequence.
0: I agree, but at the same time, I still have my reservations. Because you just never know. There's always just that one person that can take something too far and becomes an issue. Because, you know, I've worked with somebody like that before that was mentioned in a podcast ages ago um and stuff like that kind of burns somebody but we can still tag me here lately. um like you can still we can still put this out and test the wires who knows maybe my co-workers don't listen to this um i just be very careful when ranting things about work in this in this podcast for sure and definitely not mention names right well i never do that anyway and i never mention the name but you just never know um so um, before we move on, I just have three more titles, not going into death or anything, of Florida Man that captured my eye, and I just can't move on without saying them. Are you ready for this?
1: I'm afraid, but bring it on.
0: Okay. First one, Florida Man arrested for directing traffic while also urinating. Um, Florida Man tries trading a live gator for beer, then... The last one: A Florida man found a grenade while fishing, and then took the explosive to Taco Bell, and saying that he wants his hot sauce as hot as that.
1: All right, let's take it from the top. Florida man directing traffic while urinating. What does he use yeah. to direct said traffic? I'll leave that hanging. Um, I'll leave that hanging in the air.
0: Tone.
1: Oh, okay. We're gonna call that a traffic cone. I mean, I prefer a tootsie roll myself, but. That's, hey, Listen
0: how's are people in those cars gonna see it's got to be a traffic cone just saying you know well,
1: good point hey eh? I mean if you know if he's good using his traffic cones to direct traffic by all means as long as I'm nowhere near him um, bringing a grenade and a taco bell that joke makes that joke makes itself because when I eat taco Bell it's not very pretty and that pretty much goes for anybody um, and what was the second one again
0: It was Florida man tries trading a live gator for beer.
1: Well, this is Murica, and Murica likes their beer. I'm not a big drinker, uh, but if he wants his beer, dang gum it, he's going to get his beer.
0: It's so ridiculous. If you're going to do something like that, you need to make it worthwhile. You need to not do just beer. You need to put in some like, really expensive whiskeys. So you need to put in some tequila in there. You need to go to the ABC liquor store. Don't go to your 7-Eleven or your local quarter store. All right, you need to go to ABC or Total Wine, whatever you prefer. But I go to ABC and you get the good stuff. You get, you get your money's worth without Live Gator. Because it's, it's kind of hard for them to negotiate with them because, you know, chomp chomp. If I'm
1: using a, if I'm using a grenade to get a drink, it's going to be some really strong alcohol. I'm not going to settle for a beer. But that's just me thinking out loud. No, no,
0: no. no. The grenade is with the Taco Bell. We're talking oh. about the Gator being traded for beer, not a grenade.
1: Oh yes, yes. Well, okay. Well, we have to go for Jack Daniels if we're, you know, if we're doing that.
0: Daniels really isn't that pricey, though. Like you, you got to think of like the the like Black Label, Blue Label. Blue Label's very expensive. I know my husband wants to have that um, for himself because he'll drink. I think like Red Label, Black Label. They're the cheaper ones, but. Um, there's one called Blue Label, and I guess that bottle is probably, like, in the 200s. At and least. Y- yeah, at least. So I've seen that price tag. I'm like, uh-huh. Oh, man, yeah. He he plans on getting a bottle like that because Ramadan is starting here in a couple of weeks, and, it's like, it's going to be a gift for himself when he finishes Ramadan. And it's going to be with that bottle. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I love my liquor, but damn, I am not that in love with liquor.
1: <laughs> now, see unfortunately i can't participate in this one because i'm not a drinker so i mean you're gonna have to educate me on all that fun stuff like that and, and educate the audience
0: i i there's not much educating um drink good drink feel ashley happy drink good <laughs> Is drink very expensive is it worth it it's not worth it no pay no money you get life gator
1: good point a <laughs> definitely good point
0: no, I'm not some connoisseur where I know the best alcohol, like, whiskeys to scotches to tequilas to vodkas. just know what personally I like to drink. Am I going to spend, like, $60 on a bottle or something? No, not really. It has to be, like, a really good bottle. I mean, there's got a lot to go in place, but I don't like spending, you know, $60 or higher for a bottle of alcohol. Um, you know, so I kind of stick to my standards. Um, every now and then, if I feel like treating myself, I do it. But for my personal self, when I, because you've been to my house, you saw the pile of alcohol on my kitchen counter.
1: Yes, that, yes like, I have. That's,
0: that's the regular stuff. The fine things get put, put back from mama. <laughs> Ashley, don't share that.
1: <laughs> now, speaking of drinking. If you put money towards
0: it, I will share. But I will not. <laughs> if I spend that kind of money, that's for me.
1: Now, speaking of drinking, what does Ashley like to drink? What is her favorite drink?
0: You know, it really depends. Um, My comfort to drink when I'm at home is Crown Apple and Lemonade, which my sister-in-law got me on about almost two years ago. It tastes really good. I wouldn't have thought that that tasted, but yeah, Crown Apple with lemonade. Amazing. When I go out, um, I usually go off of what the drink specials are for a menu. But what I always do when I go someplace, no matter what the restaurant is, whether it's high class, To applebee's which i avoid applebee's like the plague um i always order a standard margarita because a margarita is like the basic alcohol drink to have and if you can't make a margarita right i'm not gonna order your special drinks i'm not gonna order anything else because how can i rely that you're gonna make an amazing drink if you can't do a margarita (laughs) so some people they make them too sweet, they make them too strong, and I like something with a good balance. I'm fine with it having a little extra kick, but if I'm like, taking a sip and all I'm tasting is the tequila, there's an issue here. So, then I'll try the special drinks if you do if they were able to do it right. But, then again, if that margarita tastes amazing, I might just stick to the margarita.
1: I may have to try it one of these days. The older I get, the more... Open-minded, you know, I'm starting to get, I guess. You know, so I may need to try oh, to sip on something. Were you ever a, a drinker? Never was. Uh, wait, no, 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 no. I do not want to lie. I cannot lie to my fans out there. I was a drinker during my dark period. And I did it just to forget, which is a very, very bad idea to do. But other than that, that lasted for maybe, what, about a month or so? Then after that, you know, I woke up and realized who I was and I stopped. I just never, never really had a taste for it. It was... A red sweet Merlot. I did that before work. And a little vodka here and there. But nothing too harsh, nothing too fancy.
0: When was the last time you had an alcoholic
1: beverage? How old am I right now? Um, no, it's, it's been years. Many, many years.
0: Would it be before or after your son?
1: Um, it was um, after my son. Um, okay, so I, not
0: I, too many years.
1: No, I just... So you're,
0: like, somewhere between, like, 10 to 20 years since you've had the drink?
1: Absolutely, and that was a Merlot. Uh, that was a Merlot wine.
0: Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not a wine person. I'll throw that out there. Beer and wine, I can't do it. I have tried multiple brands. I have tried most, multiple flavors, tastes, whatever, colors. Like, I mean, I've tried them all. Not all, I should say, but I've tried so many to where I know it's just not my forte. Beer makes me sick and wine just tastes wild disgusting to me. I just can't do it. So I hate it when I'm like, Oh I don't like this and someone's like, Oh well have you tried this? Well no, just stop it. I don't want to drink it. I don't. Well <laughs> leave me.
1: No, I've seen the after effects, you know, people getting drunk and hung over and stuff like that. And I really can't handle that. I really don't want to. Um, I've always made the joke that I have so many inner demons inside me. if I drink and they come out, I feel sorry for everybody is around me, so I just tend to shy away from that a little bit.
0: Oh, you get know, up the drink to get drunk. Um, I didn't learn that until I was probably think like twenty five twenty six years old, of course, but uh, I drink now. it's very rare I get drunk because I know I'm gonna feel like crap the next day. But I've also learned if I do want to drink to get a really good buzz or get possibly drunk, I hydrate. So every drink I have, I'm going to drink like some water, like at least half a bottle water. I'm drinking water while I'm also having alcohol, because staying hydrated is a big thing, because when a lot of people drink to get drunk, they're not drinking water. They're not hydrating themselves. They're not eating in between. And that's where a big hangover comes into play, because especially as you get older, your body needs all this. When you're younger, your body don't really care. So I've learned to not, and you know what was my trick to this? Like it wasn't some study or someone telling me and being smart about it. It was a few years ago. I want to say about maybe three, two, three New Year's Eve's ago. um, Had friends over every New Year's Eve. I always invite friends to come over, play games and do whatnots. And we were, you know, drinking, getting drunk. Uh, everyone started leaving a little after midnight and i had a friend i was playing star wars um fallen order on the playstation which is a very good game and then i couldn't get past this part and he had gotten past the part so he stayed behind for like an hour hour and a half to help me get past a part and you know then he left at this point my husband is passed out on the like, couch he's he's out I am still determined, who oh, actually has a very deep buzz still going on still, to keep playing the game. And I'm in between, I'm like, man, I know I'm going to have a hangover. So it was like, I was using the force on myself. I kept, I was snacking on bread or other snacks I could find in my kitchen. And I was like chugging down water because I was willing myself, I'm like, you are not going to have a headache. You are not going to get hungover because we are playing this game. And I should, I played that game until 7 o'clock that morning. And I felt fine after, but I willed myself not to have a hangover. So since then, I told myself, okay, if I'm drinking a lot, I'm going to drink. I'm going to have a lot of water. So even when you were here on my birthday, I was drinking a lot, but I drank a lot of water. To where I felt fine that night, and I felt fine the next day.
1: Now see, I truly, I truly respect your passion for this. <laughs> Truly, truly do. But
0: listen, in my family, we're, we're so full of alcoholics. It's it's not even funny. I enjoy a drink. I don't have to drink. I I have all jokes, but I I mean, when my friends or coworkers hang out, I go, "Well, Ashley, you know, she drinks a lot. She loves." I'm like, yeah, it seems like that because when you see me and you hang out with me outside of work and we're going somewhere, I order one or two drinks. You don't see me pushing back four or five drinks, but I order a couple drinks. On the weekends if i'm hanging out with friends or my husband and i go out somewhere i'll have some drinks but if it's during the work week and i'm not going over after work i don't drink at night i don't drink the day like when i get home on the weekends again unless my husband and I are specifically out somewhere i don't drink sometimes i might have a drink or two when we're at home and we want to play games together and sit on our back porch and stuff but i don't really drink it's like when to party so it's like people assume i'm a big drinker and i enjoy drinking and partying it up when they see me because that's what the setting is but on a regular day no uh, even right now i'm drinking an arnold palmer you know sweet tea and lemonade
1: Ooh, not bad uh, i'm just relaxing with the boring old man printle thing uh ice water so that's me i'm you know, I know I know what you're saying. You're saying, you know, Adrian, slow down, slow down. I, I understand. So I'm just hanging out with the ice water.
0: You couldn't get more vanilla if you tried. You make vanilla beans, like, sigh.
1: <laughs> I'm a boring guy. I love it. And I've had a lot of excitement in my life, which I'm not going to get into. It's not my show. And, uh, yeah, now I'm just very mellow. Oh well, we can
0: get into that.
1: No, we can. absolutely not
0: discuss this adriana it's not all about me this is this show is about just anything that comes to mind by all means sharing is caring
1: oh no no no! we have topics to discuss my dear we have topics so by all means indulge the audience because they have missed you it's been a few weeks what's on the mind what can we discuss my dear
0: your wild stories
1: maybe a later date. That may be a secret show I might do. I might I might bust out a walk racy secret show and talk about my personal adventures that even my own offspring does not know about. But we spoke <laughs> before we went on air, we spoke about a couple of things that you know that we can we can talk about. And one of the things I brought to your attention was as we grow older and as time goes on, time heals all wounds, all that everything in between, Will you talk about forgiveness? Is that something you want to touch on? Or do you have something special you want to talk about?
0: We talked about forgiveness and regret. and But as I've been sitting here thinking, like, regrets I have, I'm one of those people, you know, do you ever get quizzed that, that question that, oh, if you can go back in time and fix anything, what would you fix? And I'm the type of person that says nothing. Because where I'm at in my life, yeah, is there some things I'm not happy with? um, you know, I struggle with for my own personal self, but at the end of the day, I'm in a good place. Um, I have a great job. I live in a beautiful home. I'm married to someone that takes really great care of me and, you know, that I'm hoping I spend the rest of my life with, but I'm in a very, really great place. And my thing is, if I were to go back in time and change any of that, the simplest thing, like the butterfly effect, one little thing changes, like, Oh, I could have cared about my weight and health earlier. I could have spent more time with my dad. I could have not dropped out of school. All of these things, like, it could have taken me away from meeting my husband. So I think about that. So, th- yeah, did I do some terrible things young- when I was younger? Um, did, Like, all this stuff, like, that I know if I can like, if that same decision like when i was 14 when i was 18 when i was 22 or if these decisions presented themselves in front of me would i make the same choice no of course i wouldn't but i can't change this thing so with regret there's things i feel sorry about yes but like regret as i'm going back and changing i can't i can say i'm sorry i wish i hadn't done those things all day long but i'm not gonna sit here and like can i regret this man i would have done like you no know? That's, it is what it is. I can't press a button. I can't go back in time and fix it. It is what it is. I can't stress on it. All I can do is learn from that and keep going. So, which is bringing us to the whole forgiving myself stage, which is something I definitely struggle with. But, you know, before we move from regret, do you have any personal regrets?
1: If you would have asked me this in my 20s, I would have said yes. I would have given you a laundry list of things that I could have changed, whether it be The way I look, or the way I talk to people, or relationships, or stuff like that, now in my 40s, hmm, I believe in everything happens for a reason. Good, bad, ugly, and different. So, if, for example, I've touched upon this before, I'll use the growth of this podcast, you know, the growth of these shows. If what happened to me never happened to me, then this show wouldn't have gone to where it is today um my merchandising my clothing line all that other fun stuff wouldn't wouldn't even thought of you know if you know the pain and stuff like that never happened to me and the situations years ago you know um i wouldn't have been in my current home right now or my current job that i just love everything right now i'm so happy and so just blessed and fortunate no I have no regrets whatsoever. Just like that one Snickers commercial from years ago, um, no, no regrets. I have regerts. no, I have no regrets about anything, cause I can go to sleep tonight and not wake up and still be happy with how far I've come. So I don't have, I don't have any enemies. People may be enemies of me, but I have no enemies. I don't hate anybody. People hate me and everything in between, but no, I'm perfectly comfortable with everything how everything turned out i know i'm not the greatest person in the world not even a good person <laughs> but i know i'm a decent person that has made some decent decisions and uh you know i'm pretty happy with them.
0: all right <laughs> okay. she's
1: like i wasn't expecting all of that <laughs>
0: no um uh... No, that's definitely a good thing. Cause like, so we're so for once, you and I kind of agree on a subject. Because usually, when we talk about some topics like this, you and I are usually on the other side of the fence. So, you stop and think about it. It's a little intriguing that I don't really have any feedback to push back on you with.
1: Hey, I'm grateful for that one. So-,
0: so now, with going on like forgiveness, because you are actually the one that suggested it to me. So, you tell me. What like when it comes to forgiveness, like what is it that, you know, you're thinking about? What is it that came to your mind to want to talk about that?
1: It's just a just a whole reflecting thing, you know. You understand what I mean? You know, you come home after a long day at work, or you have a day off, and you have some moments to yourself, where your husband isn't around, or the job isn't around, or friends aren't around. You have a moment to really just enjoy your own personal space. And then when that happens, your mind wanders and your mind goes back and thinks about certain things, um, whether you know people have wronged you or you might have said something that triggers something to happen where someone doesn't like you or a family member or just what have you. And you look back at it and you think, okay, well, I was kind of a dick to them or something of the sort and you wonder if they forgive you or you wonder if someone has done something very heinous to you years ago, do you still hold that same animosity towards them or you just live and let live? And I feel that I've gotten to that point in my life right now where I just live and let live. I don't hate anybody. I have no ill will towards anyone. Um, I want everyone to, to eat, but just not at my table. So how do you feel about the whole forgiveness thing in your life when it comes to friends or your past or anything like that
0: oh i used to be at the level where you know i wouldn't forgive someone I'd, I'd hold on to the anger and i was an angry person years ago um because that's with like a lot of built-up trauma and stuff that kind of developed into anger and that's the only way it came out nowadays i don't worry about it it's kind of like what you said is you know i don't care if you eat just you're not eating at my table and because i've had a lot of people in my life do very wrong by me um i've been used abused all all of of it all i mean it's just from family to friends um you know i had a best friend who slept with my boyfriend while i was under the same roof um i've had my i had really bad grudges against my mom and one of my brothers and You know, going down the list of exes and other family members that have done so wrong by me. And I sat and held on to all of this. I've held on to, and that's why I'd be angry, that's why I would want to drink so much because I was just angry and sad and bitter on the inside. I don't know when it really clicked. I really don't know when it clicked. Um, I want to say maybe three years ago, maybe less, maybe a little longer. I couldn't give you the point in time, but I just decided enough was enough. I was tired of it, I was over it, um, to where do I remember? Yeah, of course I'm going to remember. Am I going to trust you with the same thing I trust you for? Probably not. It's a very hard no. Am I holding on to the anger about it? No. Am I going to keep reminding you every time we talk, well you did this, well you did that? No. What's the point of me being angry and living it all over again? So. Um, you know, like, for instance, I have three brothers. The oldest brother, him and I are very close, he's like a best friend to me. And then I have two brothers that are, you know, they're just assholes. They are users, like, not drug users, but they like to use people. Uh, The world owes them everything, and they don't owe anyone nothing. Everything should be given to them, and just that entitlement kind of personality where everything is someone else's fault but it's never their fault. There's got to be a reason why it's not their fault. And these two brothers never talk to me unless they want something. They want advice. They want money. They want to come stay in my house so they can go to Disney Universal and have a free place to spend. Don't say that you're trying to spend time with me. You know what you're doing. And I just... I had enough where the simplest thing would set either of them off and I'm trying to struggle to get them to talk to me and to like talking to me because I didn't really have much family growing up and I want my brothers I want to have the same relationship with these two brothers I have with my oldest brother and I've learned it's just not going to happen they're not going to change if they do change I would love to walk welcome them I would love to to have them talk to me but I'm not going to come running to them I'm not going to beg them to be my friend slash sibling, it's just, it is what it is. My primary focus in my life is my husband. He is the one who has earned that seat at the table. Um, My best friend Jeffrey has earned his seat at the table, because he was really there for me when my dad passed away. Um, Well, You know what, I do hold grudges. There's not really, it's not really intense grudge. uh, There's no forgiveness. But there's no hatred either. It's just I don't think about you, kind of thing. Um, a lot of people weren't there for me when I lost my dad. Um, a couple of people that were my best friends weren't there for me. Um, they were just <laughs> nowhere to be found. And Jeffrey, you know, he talked to me every day. He and you met him on your birthday. Um, he talked to me every day. We there, it, it was never anything about my dad either. It was just to talk to me. Just say, hey, you know, did you watch the show? Here's a funny meme. Just talking to me about random things. And that was his way of being it for me. So he earned his seat at the table. You know, I have a handful of people that have earned their seats at the table. They had to earn their way back to the table. Um, so, I can get hurt and upset. If I sit and think about it, do I still cry? Uh, around the holidays I don't have my dad I don't have any family hardly any family I think about these things but the anger the grudge the forgiving or not forgiving I don't think about that stuff it's just I want to live my life Um, I want to have a happy happy life with my husband whether it's here in his country or somewhere else in the world I don't care it's just that's all that matters to me at the end of the day I have my good friends, and I know I'll still have them around, but I live for me. And I will be as much as I can be for you. But the moment you slip up, it's like, okay, I'm getting older. I don't have time to pull and go back and forth. Like, you slip up? Okay, I move on. And you should, too. So, mm-hmm.
1: Absolutely. I agree 100%. And I'm going to keep falling back to the the older you get. You know, cliche is the older you get the less time you have for the negativity the less time you have to really wonder is this person mad at me or is this person thinking about me or anything of that sort this is why i let go of a whole lot of things and i keep my circle very very small because i live from my offspring and that's pretty much it and of course i have my my very limited friends and family but mainly it's just myself and my offspring you know, that I'm mainly concerned about. Um, I don't know. I could harp on you know, the people from my past and smite them and curse them and stuff like that. But when you really sit back and think about it, they're not thinking of you. you. know, They're not thinking of me. They're not thinking of, you know, is he still upset or is she still upset or anything of the sort. So why waste the headspace on that? So I forgive yeah. them because it's just a waste of time and energy. And I dare not give myself a heart attack or an aneurysm or anything because of somebody else. I've become so laid back that nothing is gonna affect my day. Or if something does affect it, it's gonna be just a moment, a temporary moment of anger or a temporary moment of frustration. And then after a few minutes that goes away because I just tend not to harp on things because the old cliche, once again, life is too short and i'm not going to worry about things i have no control over people place anything of the sort animal mineral or vegetable
0: so it kind of goes to the whole this summarizes it's donald glover i'm too old for this or i'm getting too old for this
1: um (laughs) i'm too old for this shit
0: yeah it really is because if you sit and that's why i'm like i'm not very active on facebook you see me active on my instagram and like uh yeah, my Instagram is... Because like I just simply share a story. You just see pictures. um, And I can kind of control more of who I follow and don't follow on there, if that makes sense. I know I can have that same control on Facebook, but Facebook is that more solidified relationship kind of thing with your family and close friends and things. And you really see people's opinions on there. And while everyone's entitled to their opinion, there's a lot of opinions that just stress me out. So I'm not active on things. I don't try... To put myself in stressful situations. I like to just vibe and go with the flow. It doesn't, it doesn't help that I have very bad anxiety issues. So I think this is another reason why I've cut out a lot of things that stress me out. And I'm not gonna sit and go back and forth on an argument all day. It just doesn't happen. It's like, I've had to explain to a coworker of mine, like, I'm just stressed about work. Um, I might let it sit with me for a few minutes or maybe for the evening, but the next day, I'm back, it is what it is. It's, at the end of the day, it's a job. Uh, I can always get another job. I can, things can happen. If I call out sick because I have a migraine, or I stub my toe the wrong way, if I don't feel good, I'm not going to work. Because at the end of the day, it's still my life. It's still my happiness. Why am I gonna suffer with migraine? And listen to someone struggle with their online banking because every week they have to get a reset because they can't remember anything or they're unhappy because they're in the negative because they don't pay attention to their own finances. So I had to listen and have people sit in front of me and complain a lot. Meanwhile, I'm miserable, physically miserable, and I'm like, no, 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 no. So I tell people at the end of the day, you have to think about yourself. At the end of the day, it's you that matters, not the job, not the friend from high school. You dictate what is important to you and what's worth it for you, and for me, the two things in my life is for my husband and myself. I won't pick my husband over anybody on this planet.
1: So, my let me, husband. so let me ask you this. I'm sorry, I may interrupt. Let me ask you this. No, you're fine. Why do you feel that my way of thinking and your way of thinking is very similar? We just don't want to waste the energy because you never know when your ticket's going to be punched. You never know. So why waste the energy on just drama and misery and anger and stuff like that my question to you is why do why do you think other people don't share our same sentiment do you really think other people love that drama that nasty interaction the rumors the spilled tea like the kids would say and all those other harmful things just to gain attention
0: Well oh, by means i enjoy tea all day all right let's let's let let's crank that i enjoy tea i enjoy tea that i'm not involved with for sure I like to be interested in what's going on. I like to be the observer. I don't want to be involved with it. I don't really know. It's maybe people aren't emotionally mature enough to think about it. People aren't mentally developed or they have to feel right. They have to feel like everything must be right and aligned in their world before they can move on. And so they'll sit and cling to these things and let it sit with them forever. And I know some emotional things sit with me But but the more anger and negative side of things, not so much. It's more the depression type of things that sit with me. So it's really hard to say because everybody is different. Everyone processes things different. So for me, I personally feel like when people just hold on to all this, that continue to stay angry. It's because they haven't had the chance to understand or to learn that it doesn't have to be that way. It's very hard to let go of. I Trust me, I had anger issues very bad years ago. It's very hard to let go of. You just can't let it go overnight. It's, you know, even on Facebook, I felt like my opinion had to be heard. Everything that made me irritated, I felt like I had to share and put my opinion and voice out there because everyone needed to know what I felt like and how I felt was the right way to think. And if you didn't think that way, you were stupid. And i used to be like that and i look back and i think oh my god i was so stupid but people want their opinions to be heard they just if someone agrees with them they feel it's like a thing to your ego you feel good about yourself like okay yeah you know i'm heard i feel smart about this people like look at me and think okay they know what they're talking about and then someone disagrees with you it kind of affects the ego like how dare you like oh you are stupid and like you see a lot of that conflict everywhere if you don't agree with somebody then you are a horrible person you're dumb and i i hate that you can have different opinions do it to myself do i think your opinion stupid possibly but do i need to call you out for that do i do i need to put the energy forward so again okay, as i said i think everyone's different but a big point of it is it's the emotional development and maturity and
1: leaves yeah, I agree 100% I mean <laughs> I really can't piggyback on anything because I agree with you 100% it's just bizarre that when I talk about stuff like this in the back of my mind you know, I, you know I feel like a selfish schmuck saying well I think you should think the same way I do because I think you'd be so much better off but that's a very egotistical thing to say but I'm a very relaxed person and I believe if more people were relaxed and didn't let things get to them or hold on to certain things. And I know it's difficult because we all do it. I do it. God forbid I do it. But I just think that more people should be calm and just realize that there are certain things to get upset over, you know, to let linger versus just letting stuff go and just move on and focus on you. Yeah,
0: it's, it's really depressing. And it kind of goes back to, you know, a few episodes ago where you and I like, we're talking about how we view the world, how we view people. And that's where, for you, you're you're more the very much let it go, very much just chilling your own vibe. Where for me, I kind of swap back and forth. I swap between just chilling in my own vibe, and I, and I lean towards more of that, more than anything. But there's times that I just think about other people, and I think about how the world is, and how they, like, I don't understand how they're doing that. And I'm not going to try to sit and try to understand it, but when I take those few minutes, to think about it, it's like very depressing, it's very exhausting, to just sit there and like, wow, that's just, it's very, It's as I said, disappointing, and there's a part of me that wishes I could just say that, and people can hear me, and they'll just listen, which is the big point in social media, and, you know, what we just said a second ago, and I didn't realize I can't change people's minds, I can't change, change people's opinions, um, I understand every all drops eventually turn into an ocean, but I want to just be, you know, evaporating into the clouds. Let me be. Let me sit in a higher plane of uh, maturity, emotional maturity, or just let me be. I am not mature, but I don't want to deal with your stupid crap either.
1: (laughs) This is one of the this is one of the main reasons why I'm a very private person. I'm extremely private person. No one will ever know what I'm doing behind closed doors, and I like it that way. That saves my mentality. That saves, you know, my sanity. People not knowing what I'm doing. I love that more than anything. Um, Yes, I have a Twitter, but that promotes my show, and my son's Silly Cat. You know, Facebook, once again, promotes the show and family, and a couple other forums out there that I use just to promote. So I guess we can say that I'm older. I'm out of touch, you know, with, with the kid, with the hip kids nowadays. But I just like to keep things private. I like to keep things simple. I like to keep things very mellow and not to drag the conversation down. But that's just the way I am. And the fact that you're the same way, that makes me respect you even more. Yeah. It...
0: Well, I had a train of thought, but, you know, that went out the door. <laughs> like it always does and so for you like to kind of backtrack back to the forgiveness thing um we both kind of talked about the same thing but we were talking about our way to other people is there anything that you personally i mean if you want to share anything that you feel like and you don't have to go into details of course that you would hope to be forgiven for hmm
1: I like to refer to myself as a devil sometimes, not in the biblical sense of, of the word. It's just that I know the things that I've done in the past and even in the present that are kind of heavily frowned upon. But there is no, there is rhyme and reason why I do what I do. And I I'm kind of talking around it a little bit, but without getting into too much into it, I have wronged some people. I've said some some horrible things. I've done some dastardly things. It's just that nowadays I'm very self-aware. I guess the kids say woke. I guess I don't know. I'm just very self-aware of the things that I've done in the past. And hmm, what was this saying? Forgiveness? What were you saying? <laughs>
0: Forgiveness, like it's yes. like you
1: know, would you like to be forgiven for anything? Um, I would okay perfect example um the relationship that i had uh, with my offspring's mother i'm not worried she does listen to this show she does not no biggie um because when you when you're in a failed relationship it takes two people and i like the theory of you're always the bad guy in someone else's story and when you're telling your story you're always the good guy It's just by default It's the way it is it makes the story more entertaining to where you can bury the other person while putting yourself on a pedestal in my sense of the word i don't mind saying when i've been a schmuck i don't mind because i know i'm not a perfect person i know i've done stupid stupid things and i will continue to do stupid stupid things um if i can be forgiven for the relationship that her and i had that went south then I think that'll give me maybe a little bit of more clarity in my life, knowing that I'm not taking that to my grave. But I think that portion of our lives is past because we've continued on with our life. So if I ever did revisit that topic, you know, so so many years ago, I think it'd just be really. I just it would be a very moot point because we just don't care anymore. What about yourself?
0: Mm, only two, two things. Um. Well, I think they're both mute. There's no forgiveness to be there anymore. If it makes sense, so like with husband. During probably like the first fears around like our relationship. It was not good, it's mostly on my half. Um, I was not a good wife, good partner, anything. I let that man through hell. And I know we're in a better place with our marriage, Um, things are fine with us, he doesn't hold anything against me, but I would love to have changed. I would love to have been better, but of course at the same time, there's more growth came in, how we've learned to be with each other and all these other things. But so in a sense, like how I was then, my husband has forgiven me, but those things, that kind of does sit with me. Like, I guess it kind of does go into a regret a little bit, but... It does sit with me. Occasionally I will not, it doesn't sit deeply, but occasionally I'll think about it and I'm like, man, was I awful? And this man should have loved me from the get go and he didn't. And he held on, and that's why I owe so much towards him. And he's on a very high pedestal in my life. Like, there's no one else that could reach it. The only other person that could have gone beyond was my father. And that's where the other forgiveness is another podcast maybe a well dedicated podcast in his like my whole entire experience one day but um i do blame myself for what ended up happening with my dad but a lot of people could say no it wasn't your fault it's meant to be it was god's plan or all of this other listening of things and they don't know because they don't know how it happened I don't, not many people actually know the from the month to when actually happened like what led all up to it and i blame myself very highly over what led up to it so and then of course i should have talked to him more before he passed when he was staying in my house before he passed away because i remember getting up in the morning and i don't want to talk to anybody carry for work and i'd have maybe 15 minutes to relax before i left and i would hear my dad coming to walk to me and i'm like rolling my eyes like oh my god here he is to come talk to me and i go back like hate that like I'll hear the sound of like a walker or something and it just makes me think of it Mm -hmm. but so I blame myself very highly on that situation regarding my dad and people can say you know my dad I know my dad my dad was standing right next to me right now he'd be saying there's nothing to forgive you're fine I love you why are you saying sorry for all all those things and I could have other people tell me until they're blue in the face the same things and it doesn't it doesn't doesn't even put a dent in, like, my experience and how I personally take the blame for some, almost all of it, to where, that's where I sit in my misery sometimes. Um, I don't try to move past it. I don't, I just, like, let it sit with me and then I shut it back down, um, because I feel like this is the punishment for me. This is where I'm sitting at. I don't need, like, I, there, I can't be forgiven for it, so this is my punishment that I have to live with it instead, Um, and things like that. So it's like, I would love to feel that forgiveness, but at the same time, my dad could just pop up and say, "I forgive you," and I'm like, "No, I don't accept that." So, I have one. So it's like two sides of the same coin. I have one where my husband's like, you know, forgiven, we're better, we're, we have a really good marriage, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera and the other where it's like. I refuse to be forgiven for it, I I won't let myself be forgiven because I don't deserve it. And all those things, so it's, well, when I think about things like friendships and other people, I've hurt other people, you know, I've been an asshole, um, I'm perfect at any other relationship with other people, friends, family, nothing. I have my own faults, but nothing that's like, oh, can you ever forgive me? I I don't believe necessarily I did anything to the extreme, where, you know, of course I can say, hey, I'm sorry, you know, I wish I didn't say that to you, Uh, I wish I did this a little bit better, but to where I'm like, can you please forgive me? I'm not at that. It's like, listen, these things happen, you said things, you did things, I said things, I did things. We don't need to go to the whole forgiveness thing. It's like, you know what? Hey, it happened, let's move on. But to the point, degree of forgiveness, between my dad and my husband.
1: i understand that fully it's 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 interesting the dichotomy that you and i have when it comes to forgiveness because there i won't lie there have been times many many months ago where i wanted to pick up the phone and call a few people and say hey i'm sorry i was a schmuck i was a dick i did this a b and c and d please forgive me and on the other hand i think that i have to forgive myself first before i seek forgiveness of other people i could be wrong but that's just that's just the way I see it Um, because at one point in time a different section of my life I wanted people that have wronged me to call me or reach out to me and say they're sorry and I was always bitter and angry about that because they never did because I felt that they owed me that much and after a while you know when you have these self-realization moments these you know these um, epiphanies in the shower you realize that nobody really owes you anything but do you really owe other people things as well? So it's that little inner struggle that I've had for the longest time. And then I just kind of just shrugged my shoulders and said, okay, you know, no matter what I do in life, someone's not going to like me. So should I focus on that or should I focus on the people that do like me? And so I'm still working on forgiving myself for a whole lot of things that I've done and that probably still doing. But... Uh, yeah, it's 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 kind of a double edged sword, like you said.
0: Yeah, it's um uh, very complicated when you think about these things because I don't think even with our age we kind of realize not everything is black and white, not everything is cut and dry, that you can't just simply like, Okay, this is how it's gonna be, this is how it is but no, there's always some kind of depth to it. There's some kind of back story to it, whether you wanna share it or not, there's something attached to it and it's just kinda of hard to explain and have someone understand what you're referencing. And so when we get to these things, it's like, in my mind, I know everything, but when it comes to, you know, voicing it, nope, it doesn't happen. <laughs>
1: so, it's, I don't know,
0: it's, it's weird.
1: It's one of the joys of being a human being. That's, that's just the way it is. Um, as much as we like to think we are these complex creatures, I think we are just very simplistic, very stupid creatures that have a hard time looking at ourselves in the mirror and saying, hey, look, you know, we need to do A, B and C and D to be whole again. But so many things that we allow to stand in our way, whether we're just scared or whether we don't want to face it or whether we just need time. And some people more than others need a lot, a lot of time. I mean, that's just the way I see it. Adriana, hmm. what
0: is our time right now?
1: <laughs> we are one hour and one minute into this lovely thing.
0: Well, Adriana, if you could forgive me, I think it's about time that we bring this to a close. Simply because it's almost 1030, you and I are both older and we both need our beauty sleep. God knows I need so much of it. Um... Well, yeah, I think we're we're getting ready to wrap this up. Um, you know, I'm going to take the reins here, and I'm going to ask you this time. Do you have any closing statements, any you know, final last words of this episode?
1: Absolutely. Time flies where you're alive. We've done a full hour. It did not seem like it, and I think we touched upon little bitty things here and there. Not a lot, but enough just to keep people going until the next episode. Um, I'm very, very happy that we've made strides and advancements into this show to give us a little more clarity, you know, you know, verbally speaking, of course, and literally more clarity. And, um, how do you feel that this show went tonight?
0: I feel good. I feel like kind of, I feel neutral. I don't feel heated. I don't feel depressed. I just feel... Like I'm vibing, and it might be because of my mic and my LED squish squish bunny. That's kind of like setting the chill vibe for me. But you know, um, I feel okay about it. I feel like though our last few podcasts have been a little bit more on the serious note. I uh, know last ep- the last episode wasn't very was very sensitive. Uh, the one before that, I think it was talking about weight and all this other stuff. Like we've had a few. Serious ones, so I feel like the next one we've got to be a little bit more upbeat. And I feel like you and I, like, because even though the people can't see it, you and I are gonna be face to face on our like, and we're gonna see each other because I know it helps by going off of like each other's expressions that kind of feel like the rants and the vents. But Mm -hmm. I feel like the next episode we got to try to put that spark back out there because this seriousness I don't know, is it really the root of all Ashley?
1: I think the root of all Ashley has different hats. The Slacking Majestically show, we were just goofy and vulgar and just said whatever. This is more of an evolution of us, uh, a more thought-provoking type of show, which I never thought we'd ever do. I thought we'd hop on the air and do tons of dick and fart jokes, um, but we find ourselves getting serious more and more every time we talk. It's so bizarre. Yeah, and I blame you for it. Shocking. I take responsibility for it. So, if people want to reach out to Miss Majestic, where can they find her?
0: You can find me only on Instagram, Majestic Nerd Lady. Um, I'm not active publicly anywhere else. If, I, if you find a Twitter for me, I don't use it. Uh, Facebook, you're not going to get it. Snapchat, you're not going to get it. Uh, I have a TikTok. Do I put any videos on there? No, I just share stupid shit with my other friends. But, you yeah, know, Instagram is the only place you can find me. You're more than welcome. It's, it is private. You're more than welcome to request a follow. But, yeah, that's where you can find me or look me up in the yellow pages, um, look in through the window of my house. You know, uh, You will see things you don't want to see, but you can find me there.
1: Sweet. And, of course, you can always find me under Walker AC Experience. Of course, Walker ac76.podb.com in the description below you'll find all the links where you can find the shows and everything in between and of course we've had a nice deep discussion about a lot of things but we have to finish it off on a good note so seeing as how this is the root of all Ashley I'm going to leave it up to you to sign us off and give us what people have been waiting for
0: Sign us off with it's you know, it's something serious. It's not a question this time. You know, I know you're, you're waiting for it, but I can't, it's, it's just not, I mean, we've had a very serious discussion, so you know, why not surprise people and leave off with something very serious? Um, you know, are you prepared for that?
1: Well, before you do, give us a tagline of the show. Give us a mantra of the show.
0: I mean a mantra? What do you mean a tagline?
1: What don't
0: oh don't be a dick um (laughs) ho is
1: life
0: i mean people should know i don't have to say it don't be a dick at ho is life
1: it's her tagline come on i mean marketing you
0: you had me to think there for a second it's not a tagline it's the way of life it's not some tagline
1: (sighs) fine what you got for us to close this out
0: <laughs> I don't even know now because like we had to say that, and now me saying something serious is just going to completely kill kill the vibe. Typical of Adriana.
1: Fine. Okay. I ha- I have one. If you don't have one, I have one. Okay. Okay. Do you know what a windjammer is?
0: Listen, wait. Before you answer, this is not going to be the closing. I'm still going to have the closer here. You can't <laughs> you can't close it out. Understand?
1: Fair enough. Fine.
0: Okay, what is
1: it? The screaming sounds of a trapped fart. Really, nothing.
0: <sighs> you you can't hear the sigh; it's very deep.
1: I felt your eye roll. I really felt oh your god. eye roll. Oh my god!
0: It was it was. A, I think my eyes are stuck in the back of my head. Oh, it was yeah. it was so much of an eye roll.
1: Fine. What do you got?
0: Well, since we got that disappointing thing. Okay, it's an announcement. Alright. If you ever get an email from me, and it's about canned meat, don't open it. It's spam. Have a good night, everybody.